We, uh, I mean, the fact that we, yeah, but we put down three hours and we came up with thirty-five minutes. Well, right now we have the Bohemian Rhapsody editor. <laughs> it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> it's just like it gets to a point where what, what are we contributing? To the I want to hear the raw data, man. You can hear the raw data. I'd love to hear, like the to hear the Nick edit. Data. No, and the, that's not. I don't want to. I don't mean that. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't want you to feel like I don't appreciate you. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I'm like treading lightly on this subject because I don't want you to be like, well, okay, fuck you. You edit it. Because I don't know how to do that. So, mm-hmm. and I do appreciate what you do. Or, you know, occasionally I'll shorten gaps between things you say. Oh, that <laughs> man. Now you're fucking, <laughs> now you're definitely not getting a Strohs. <laughs> We're recording now. We're recording. Welcome to Trash Delivery. Welcome to whatever. Five. It's five. This is the fifth episode. I'm Kevin. That's Nick. It's a huge episode. In which I drink a fifth before and during the pod and we see what happens. Maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe we could do a concept episode like that later on. Kind of a... I could, I could do that. Like a crossover between those videos where, like, a guy chugs an entire fifth of Patron in a garage and projects That literally vomits. never happens. You know, okay, this is interesting. This is good. Uh, <laughs> so I, for some reason, a few years ago, I was like, oh, there are these, like, chugging videos, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, like, some big fat guy slamming a bottle of Patron, right? And all the co- YouTube comments being like, oh, man, it's fucking gnarly. Like, good job, man. And it's literally, a, it's like a half pint. It's a half pint of tequila. That's, Fraud. That's, I saw a video That's where clown it. shoes, man. That's straight clown shoes. No, this guy, the guy I was looking at, was like the, the chugger who had the most followers. Are you talking about Shoe Nice? I, maybe. I mean, Shoe Nice chugs motor oil. He's got cred. I don't know. It was he like a very fat Hispanic man? No. Okay, so this guy was in there. He's in he, the pantheon. He's not the main chugger though. Maybe Shunais, he's not number one. Shunais is a You're number de- one. Kind of derailing my story chugger. a little bit. Okay, okay we'll keep going. I'm so just my point to, was just trying to reference Shunais because enough, he's a right, friend of Shunais. the pod. Well, I don't. I'm not endorsing that because I don't know who this person is. So anyway, the dude literally drank like a little baby bottle of tequila. And everybody's like freaking out. And I was like, that's fucking like, I don't comment on YouTube videos. Like I have like three comments ever. And this was one of them. I said, what the fuck? It's not a big deal. It happens every day. It's a cat fight going on upstairs. <laughs> I just fight. could hear that in my headphones. No, that daughter. sounded like a little like, like Raptor. No, it's like mother, mother daughter trauma. That's okay. fine. Okay. They just have a lot of issues. There's cats uh, running around upstairs. Yeah. So they're continue. each other. It's fine. So anyway, I made a comment like, nah, I mean, I could do that. Like, no problem. Like, it's not What was he chugging? He was like a half pint? It was a half pint of tequila. A half pint? Are you kidding me? It was a half pint of tequila. It's not even a feat. I agree. Yeah. Damn. So I made a comment about it and then just got dragged. Like, all these, like, I kept getting email notifications from YouTube, like, so-and-so commented on your comment, and, like, oh, let's see you post a video or whatever. And it's like, oh, I mean... You should have done it, dude. (laughs) Yeah, well, I should have, That's how you win. You post a video online of you chugging a fucking... Like, twice as much liquor. Mm-hmm. And that's and how you—that's how you know that you're 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 cool and better than them. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to do that because 
That's so cheap. At what point did this comments thread uh, pivot to like nuking the Middle East? Because they always do. They always get there. Like the most benign video always ends up in like some crazy space. I don't know. This one didn't go that way. Bieber Bieber fan sixty nine wasn't like. I think that job should be banned. I mean, I would have been like Bieber fan. We can talk. (laughs) Hot take. Yeah, that's actually. Yeah, you me, I mean, my handle is BeaverFan420, so me and BeaverFan69 <laughs> have kind of a lot to talk Are you wearing about. your Beaver shirt today? Not today. In fact, I don't know where that is. It's I haven't seen you laundry. wear it in a while. I feel like I just said laundry, but like I was too lazy to bring it from the basement to my room. So I'm, st- I'm still wearing like the socks I don't really like and the t-shirts I don't really like. Because I'm literally just like too hungover and lazy to walk downstairs and like grab the the good shit you only go downstairs for the pot <clears throat> well i mean i don't know yesterday i went downstairs for my antifa shirt but why would you wear it yesterday and not on trivia day because i was bowling and those are like i bowl with reactionary shit bags oh yeah yeah our trivia team is called antifa super shoulders super shoulders super shoulders super shoulders sugar shoulders no i mean <laughs> everyone knows that antifa members have very strong shoulders yes Super Antifa, the better so they can support the rest of the country's shitty politics. All right, what do you want to talk about, Dustin? You're chomping at the bit over here. I could tell. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm losing it. I can't wait to get this off my you want chest. To talk about mommy and daddy. Lord in heaven, do I ever? What do you want to talk about, buddy? Well, I was thinking uh, one one thing that is always uh, a thing that people relate to <clears> is <throat> having people that raised you that are called your parents. Uh, I've heard that that's a common thing. Uh, you know, we all have parents, you know, they all have politics. We were all born into the crucible of their politics and had to either fight our way out, like fucking just like blindfolded babes in a maze, just, uh, or, you know, some of us have parents with good politics. Uh, I just want to breach the subject. One thing, this is a throwaway because I have like, it's just not going anywhere, but like I have always wondered, um, it's so inane. You're going to just cut it, but whatever. No, go, go, shoot. No, just that, like, it's weird to me that, like, it, the answer is just, like, life is complicated. That's literally the answer. But how, like, some of us, some people have parents whose politics are a certain way or view of the world is a certain way, and you rebel against it, right? And you go in a way different direction than them. And then some of us use that as like a jumping off point and like we just add to their politics or some of us yeah it's just life is complicated some people some some kids like act in reaction against their parents and go real far and then another direction i don't know an eight-year-old girl who impersonates congresswoman alexandra ocasio-cortez she's made a big splash online watch this i came up with my plan after watching like the most important documentary on climate change. All right, let's bring in the real mini AOC. That would be Ava Martinez, who (laughs) joins us now. Ava, first of all, how'd you get started with this? Um, Well, my dad and my uncle started um, to, like, they thought that I looked like her, so they started making, so they said that I should start making videos. At a Trump rally on Monday, one small supporter stole the show. 
Now, he's supposed to look like Donald Trump, but he's actually much too good looking. You are really handsome. Where's your daddy? And your mommy, right? Do you want to go back? Do you want to go back to them or do you want to stay with Donald Trump? Trump. I'm the I'm think I'm the probably the person with the most conservative upbringing, right? Is that I don't correct, know, Kevin? Yes, How, that is correct. Okay. Like I mean, I had just straight. Kevin, are like, your parents shit lives? Well, I mean, they're dead. yeah, they're dead. They're dead. Uh, no, they were. But were they shit lives? Uh, no, they were basic. My mom was basically politically apolitical, and uh, she just did whatever her conservative sisters told her to do, okay. or my dad told her to do. And your dad was just like in a tiger blood and. <laughs> No, my dad. Uh, he he was. You know, he comes from like a, ca- a democratic Catholic background. Okay. So like they're all yeah, yeah. like va- but like not really like <clears throat> just voted the Democratic Party line every every yeah, election, yeah. but didn't right. really think about it or talk about it. Really. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of, I only recently learned that uh, that the majority of Catholics are Democrat. I told you you that. told me that. Yeah. So I'm, I don't I'm know that. that don't quote me it. on that. I don't know <laughs> if it's true. It's true. No, but I do. I think that's true. Right. It's that, true. I mean, that just so because only I think I it's think only. Because uh, I think I think that a lot of Catholics are sec- basically secular, and that they right that just so does that not they, add up with my experience. They like they do the rituals and shit just like out of a you know family tra- traditions mm-hmm. type thing, and that l- largely they're secular and they're just like you well, know, I don't care about. When all you that. put it that way, I think what I'm realizing is that my parents or in, in my family, <laughs> your parents are even. They, they were the one, no, no. They, well, they were the Catholics there that hated all the Democrat Catholics probably for being basically like right, uh, right, what do you call right, them? Right. Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, fucking the, fair weather Catholics, yeah. like the ones, Like I mean, it was a common thing, like to to the disdain that would be muttered uh, in the direction of Catholics that only show up on Christmas and Easter. Right. Like Wait, they're your, not. Your your parents were Catholic. Oh yeah, yeah, they're Catholic. Oh, it's a, ca- it's a dense Catholic family. Oh, that's uh, yeah, they're Republican Catholic as fuck. Uh, I do yeah. have some experience with that. Previous to you, another like uh, very close friend of mine. Uh, or used to be a very close friend of mine was raised Catholic and his parents were well they had a bunch of money I don't know about your parents but these they had a bunch of money uh, his dad worked for Ford like was like a lower level executive or something uh, <clears throat> and were one issue voters you know mm-hmm. uh pro-life yes i mean <laughs> in case pro, you couldn't pro, guess which issues it is uh oh they fracking fuck <laughs> i wish i like man i really just wanted to like do some deep cut like some deep cut on yeah Dumb. catholicism like some fucking 17th century issue <laughs> i won't say a name i'm not gonna say a name that i would associate with that which is whether rape dungeons should be allowed something like that yeah. or like you know because that's a like, huge you know yeah Catholic. or like some uh inquisition mm-hmm. some related. good joke yeah that we didn't i mean tell. inquisition insert like, joke here yeah just laugh guys right. so anyway <laughs> good one nick <laughs> thanks i'll put that laugh throughout i'll pepper that throughout the episode <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah about i mean so, tell us about you dustin tell us about you yeah i mean my parents like where are you are from the ohio dayton ohio uh Republican, conservative upbringing. I just remember, like, I mean, one vivid memory I have is I remember, like, when the, uh, like, George Bush, you know, um, the George Bush reelection. At w. that point, I, I, I was 
you know, I had the memory of 9-11 fresh in my little mind. Mm -hmm. And I was in an environment, like the atmosphere that I was raised in had me like primed as such to be watching that TV, that re-election night, and just like praying that George Bush would be re-elected because I knew that we were all going to die. If well, he and that your parents were going to beat the shit out of you if you didn't win, right? <laughs> no, they actually did not lay a hand on me, to their credit. Did they show you the They're videos good. of the Muslims like celebrating in New Jersey? Kind of fucked up. I mean, yeah, they I would have slapped you around <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Straightened me out? Yeah. yeah, and then probably I would have uh, you know, realized I was a conservative. Uh, That'd be funny, man. If it was just the difference between slapping you around or not, <laughs> like that you were leftist because your parents didn't hit you. Yeah, I'd believe in like more of a cutthroat sort of uh, punitive dog eat dog. Like, hey, if you don't oh, if you don't believe the right thing, like people are gonna hit you. And I don't know why I believe that, but I feel like it's just uh, just you know I just know it. Hey, kids are it's- like TVs. <laughs> if they're not working, you just hit them, and then eventually they'll probably get back in line. Yeah, or you throw them in the trash and buy a new one. Yeah. One interesting thing about uh, just my my family is like, I mean, this is probably uh, a very common through line for any conservative that was or raised any person that was raised in a conservative household and eventually found themselves like trending more liberal and then like getting out of that entirely is that uh, just online, first of all, you're online and you're watching shit like The Daily Show and stuff and they're just like revealing to you that these conservatives fundamentally – Beyond anything else, they're just stupid. They're like not smart people in a very like obvious, uh, easy demonstrable fun- way. E- easy to make fun of. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I that that was definitely a, a contributing factor. I mean, I remember like unironically being into the rally to restore sanity and just being like, "This is what we need. We have got to restore sanity." My family's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of boils- clean up that Mesopotamia, right? Yeah. So you tell me that John Stewart was your like your gateway drug into leftism. He was his spirit. He was ever, he was a lot of people's. As much as it's easy to criticize him, no, now, for sure. Uh, he was a part of my. He was part of my life. No, no doubt. Yeah. He was like a person that made me be like, oh, maybe I should be like smarter than my family, and then I can win arguments against them against them because they their ideology doesn't seem to be like rooted in intelligence. <laughs> How's that working out for you? Well, well I mean, actually, pretty well. Okay, actually. I, yeah. I, I, I remember, I mean, one very specific moment I remember, uh, this is when I realized firmly and completely that like, oh, stop arguing with my family about politics because they're just not like smart about it. They're not, they don't have a coherent ideology. They're just reactionaries. Oh, you're uh, not going to win them with facts. <laughs> yeah, this is when I realized that facts and logic <laughs> was not going to make Aunt Becky suddenly like uh, stop thinking that uh, the Muslim hordes were about to just start spilling into this country. She have good hair. Aunt Becky, uh, no, she's mo- like very mom. How's she oh, dealing man. with that hair college and... scandal? <laughs> that, oh yeah, I'm making right. jokes. It's okay. fine. Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I keep get rolling, man. You're good. Uh, uh, but, uh, Aunt Becky, I remember we were, uh, this was, I was probably like only 14 or something, you know, mm-hmm. like ostensibly a dipshit, but, uh, I'm sitting there arguing with my aunt and we're, I don't even, God, why would I, why was I doing that? But, uh, we're just like hashing it out. And, uh, I remember I brought up the Patriot Act and she had no idea what I was talking about. Like what? she just didn't know what it was. And I realized, and I was like telling her about it. And that's when I realized like, oh, no, stop! Like they this don't... is very shallow. Like yeah. puddle deep. Yeah, politics. Exactly. Right. Just I... based on the most basic fears. <clears throat> right. Basic mm-hmm. fears. Basic like yeah, completely outlooks about the world. Mm-hmm. And just being because uh, we're not like my family is not like super rich. Uh, I mean, my specific family is is definitely not. But mm-hmm. all of my aunts and uncles like 
are, are like they're very solidly upper middle class. Uh, so yeah, they definitely like you know got theirs. Did not know in that they sense. had that in Ohio. Uh, well, no, they moved to Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> all the ones that moved to Atlanta are the are the rich ones, which Those is all of them. But my mom and dad, they yeah. stayed in Ohio and they slummed it for me. Uh, they moved to Atlanta. All are literally, like, literally every single other aunt and uncle moved to Atlanta. <laughs> are they like living in like the second blackest city in the country? Oh, well, terrified. They, yeah. Well, <laughs> Former Maryland Congressman John Delaney was the first Democrat to announce his run back in 2017, and he joins us now. Thank you so much for being here, Congressman. Thanks for having me. Now, my question for you is when I read your platform, you come off to me as a moderate Democrat. Are you worried that there's no room for a moderate Democrat right now in this field? No, I think if we want to beat Donald Trump in 2020, we absolutely, by any measure, need a moderate candidate to do it. Hey, hey, hey it, without Falcor, that story would never ended. Uh. <laughs> well, it still, it's still continues in my heart. <laughs> But no, I, I do think what we were talking about before about like it's it, the like the, the knife's edge hey man, that like slow down, dude. we Face all yourself. live on with politics. <laughs> 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 oh, you get the crack in. All right, cool. It's just an underrated like aspect of like how we form our political ideologies is like so much of it is just in response to things that have nothing to do with politics. Like your family. It's yeah. like I'm like uh, I would argue like, that tangentially it does have to do with well, politics. But just to be pedantic, I mean everything I, get what is I get what you're saying. Yeah, everything yeah. is I, I, what you're agreed, saying. but I mean like it's so much of like how we form like what you were saying earlier with your stoner thought, it's just like they uh <laughs> they they brew in these conditions that have nothing to do really with like what we think of as like surface level politics. It's just like I'm reacting to my parents, uh, and, or like my aunt. She annoys me at Thanksgiving dinner all the time. You know, I think, and I want to have facts to beat her. Whatever she, yeah, yeah, I no, that's have facts to dude. Beat that her. is so much of what like motivates, uh, yeah, like politics. Is Whatever just wanting to own your aunt. That's which is not like, my experience at all because my like my I, well, I don't have a lot of extended family. Like a lot, you know, most people have like cousins upon cousins upon cousins and aunts and uncles and all this shit, right? And I I have a pretty limited extended family. Um, a lot of them didn't have kids or they don't exist because my like my parents don't have a ton of siblings. Um, but that said, like my family thing, there was never like the conservative uncle or aunt or any of that shit. It was always just like kind of centrist, whatever. It's so hard for me to even like. No, it's imagine, weird, right? Like, honestly, it just seems like a built-in really. thing to having extended family. No, all my that holidays they are and shit were <laughs> relatively apolitical, right? Um, God damn! If I, can, I honestly, I can't remember a, a political. I can't remember a single memory, right, of being a child and having like a political uh, family member mm-hmm. outside of like. Well, I mean, my my mom's brother and his family joined like a. They went hard religious, like fundamentalist religious. But they didn't the talk about religious. They didn't talk about sometimes po- going hard religious. They didn't talk about rarely politics. can be good. No, well, they joined. They joined a cult. <laughs> Very rarely. They joined a cult, but it was never like articulated in any kind of political way. Okay, so mm-hmm. like none of this stuff. Even like I can't even remember. I can't remember any relative talking about a president or any of this shit. Right. Um, so for me, it's almost like. Outside of my parents, like, that doesn't exist for me. Like, the aunt that I need to, like, come up with arguments for, arguments for, against, you know, to figure out how to battle my aunt at Thanksgiving. Like, that's not a thing for me. Well, how did you, how, like, what was your journey to, like, le- becoming a leftist? Like, how did that start? 
I mean, my folks were always like, le- like they were always liberals. Um, st- stuff I remember from, I mean, they were always like very like, uh, they just, I remember specifically them describing themselves as, as bleeding hearts, right? Bleeding heart liberals. Mm-hmm. I, this is very interesting to me just because it's like the, uh, to me, when I when I like my I was reacting against the conservatism, so it makes sense that like I became liberal and then I was already on a path to mm. you know of of figuring things out. So I became like I moved beyond that. But it's I, it's easy to me imagine being raised liberal and that just being like sort of oh like a cozy thing. That's where you right, end up staying. Right, right, right. I don't really know what pushes right. someone further left. So. so the shorthand for this is that I like sort of pulled ended up being more leftist than my parents had pulled them to the left as time went on. Do you remember why? Yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. So shit you read. Is it like, yeah, that was part of it. Life experience. Okay. So give me the nitty gritty. No, there are, I feel like there are certain points I could point to that, that where the shifts happen, right? Where, um, so my baseline, I remember my dad being very like, like very very uh concerned and upset about treatment of uh native americans in this country american indians right uh i remember specifically i have a memory of him when i was a kid having just read uh bury my heart at wounded knee that's fun my being, dad and just like racism like weeping my dad's exist. a very emotional guy <laughs> and just like literally like weeping like weeping in front of me um about you know the plight of uh damn American Indians in this country and just being like, holy fuck, we like... That's a rad dad experience. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And like, I also, another formative memory was me in like, just like a, my like young self in a vacuum being like, I think uh, affirmative action is bad because it's inequality in a way, mm-hmm. right? Oh, and my I, dad I, I, just yes. like shaking his head like, oh... That's not it, right? Oh, like, that's, that's interesting, not it, man. So that's anyway, so funny. See, my dad Bieber, was the one no, who was and obviously telling I've, me that. I've like since recant. I like under that. I was yeah, no, you say, like, that's still like, your position, it. correct? No, <laughs> no. But okay, so should be merit based. One, one thing that I, one thing that radicalized me and my folks, I think, was I started smoking marijuana, right? <laughs> your gateway drug to leftism was yeah, literally no, a drug. No, to s- some degree, like classic tale. No, just in that, like, okay, so I'm, like, 14, 15, right, and I started smoking weed, and I, I think it's great. It's awesome. It makes you feel good. Uh, and then I get arrested, right? I'm, like, 15 years old. I get arrested from high school, and my parents are freaking out, like, what the fuck? Like, and they're, like, throwing all this shit at me, like, uh, it's a gateway drug, you're gonna, like, could lead to hard drugs, it's stronger, like marijuana stronger, which is funny because it's actually that one's actually true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's way stronger than stuff we used to yeah, smoke. Yeah, and it like all these rules. like conservative <laughs> talking points about marijuana, right? Uh, and I was just like, there's no reason. Like I had been because I like I had already been sort of exploring leftist ideas before that, but the marijuana thing I feel like was a big pivot point where I was just like why the fuck is this shit illegal like this shit makes me feel great and like I don't really see how this is a bad thing so then I started reading about why is it illegal and you read about yeah, like this could have made you into a libertarian if you weren't uh, well like careful right <laughs> so you know you read like the stamp act and I was drinking uh, like 
reading Jack Harrar st- stuff about uh, Harry Anslinger and like the paper industry and their, them being like hemp is a threat to our and all this stuff, right? Mm. And just being like, this is nuts, man. It's nuts that this thing. That, that's a that's an early case to uh, the, the capitalist right? uh, influences. Uh, well, that was part how, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, whether oh, you're aware sure. of it or not, at the, the time, no, I wasn't. Like, I definitely wasn't. It just shows you that no, like, oh, right. there's other forces no, that right. are influencing things that. that aren't necessarily like interested in what is correct or good or right. healthy. I don't think I ever thought of it that acutely right so it's hard to it's hard to it, but so so they were just like what the fuck and pissed off at me and i was just like this should should not be legal like this is nuts the fact that your kid got arrested for this you should be more angry that i got in this trouble for this thing that doesn't fucking matter that you would have been totally then fine I, then then you never you never got caught me, right <laughs> granted i mean fast forward you know yeah and now 20, you're totally years fine. and i'm like you're a totally fine man and everything's good about you <laughs> no no i mean in retrospect i don't think high school kids should be like chain smoking weed all day it's long, true but yeah like, no yeah that's fair. but 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 that's you know that speaks to the to the uh um outlawing it all together in the first place right like like that you you're not going to be able to find a healthy we're not going to be able to have a healthy conversation about what is the right how the right amount of marijuana to smoke when you're 15 if it's just illegal right or if yeah. it's or if we're all just going crazy i mean anyway I, I, yeah i think they like anyway so that was a that was a thing and then uh i think i just started reading chomsky or something like i was very Chomsky's rebellious big. i was very rebellious chomsky did me too but i mean like, the moment i read chomsky's chomsky was no looking what, back how did you decide to pick up chomsky that's lord question. i don't even oh actually i do remember this is someone weird. had to this tell is funny you no i posted i was a i was a big poster i'll just say the the forum i'll just say what it is uh on the Fortune? film cal forum no this is super niche man this is the dude who made charlie unicorn uh, I was I, I was real into him and uh, in Knox's corner who made the blue clay guy videos. I don't know if anyone even <laughs> remembers no what the what fuck this about. shit is. I don't know what the blue clay guy is. Uh, but the you know Charlie Unicorn? Unicorn yeah, man, the guy who made Charlie Unicorn wrote a, a letter of recommendation to me to college. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck? To film school. Yeah. I don't even know Ooh. what that is, but it's very funny. <laughs> but uh, so I I posted oh on God. on that forum. That's like where I met all my like uh, filmmaking friends scattered across across the country hmm. uh but there's one guy who uh god i don't remember I, I, I forget whether he changed his his uh his profile picture or his avatar to a uh, picture of noam chomsky or whether he just started making jokes about noam chomsky but he was clearly like the first guy who started reading leftist shit and i was just so like sort of bedazzled by the the, the references i was like what is this guy is he's he's being smarter than me right and i hate that and so I wanted to know what he was talking about, and I just like looked it up. And God, I wish this is bumming <laughs> me out. I wish I could remember how I got turned on to Chomsky, because I remember I was probably sixteen or something. Fuck, I don't know. Maybe probably anti-imperialism shit. I don't know. I just always knew that war was fucked up. Well, I, that's I what I remember this. reading Here's from an him specifically. Here's an anecdote. My so my dad's my dad grew up Catholic, and he he credits his mom, my grandmother for him being left of center and that she just like had this like very cute bullshit detector for just you know politics people politicians being like like lib shit or just uh like in a christian way like in a catholic way like Mm -hmm. my my grandparents were like 
I mean, they're, they're, like any kind of like pro war hawkish shit. Mm-hmm. They were like right on top of that. Like fuck that. So I mean, what sparked that? So my grandmother was very, very much peace, love stuff, right? Not in a hippie way, just like in a like in a Jesuit way, right? No, I get These that. Are I mean, very, that's, like, that's how my mom this is. is. My mom is like shit, a, is right? a Catholic, but she's g- genuinely, I think she's moved for the left right. all these years because right. she genuinely finds murder, fucking like, right. wars and stuff abhorrent. I, I just mean, remember this story from when I was like, when I was 10, uh, when uh, Operation Desert Storm was going on, m- apparently my grandfather sent like a letter a week to HW like begging him to stop damn man your family were just not libs that's the thing your family seems like they were weirdly well, but, solid but that said my, that same grandfather who was the kindest man i've ever known like a very gentle person yeah. like you just he was just such a like a very quiet gentle person right like his presence was extremely gentle um my dad told me that he used to talk about how uh secular humanism was like an evil that needed to be like stamped out you know like that his his (laughs) so weird no his like love and peace thing was very much attached to his catholicism and so you bring in like secular humanism and like just the idea that like people innately know that like doing evil on other people is a is not a good look right and he like couldn't deal with that like just because it had to be attached it had to be attached to his catholicism to god are you guys familiar at all with uh liberation theology yes yeah that's i mean that's that to me is i mean that 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 is the way it can go if it is going to can go, go well right. do you know if you're a catholic like, and then yeah. honestly right. i'm i'm, I'm po- i don't know the statistics i'm positive the majority of them don't go you for know that. what's a pretty but I have, like, radical cousins. leftist document the bible if you like, if you like well, the New Testament, the New Testament, <laughs> the Old Testament is way oh, better. Yeah, ignore the part where God is more interesting. He's constantly so creating like right, new right, people right, right, and right. then fucking with them and like running experiments on them to see what people are. It rules. No, but the God, the Gospels. The God, I mean, Jesus this guy. Gospels. I mean, Dustin knows the Gospels. Yeah, man. I mean, this is like. I mean, I, honestly, I feel like it's like a cliche at this point. Uh, I, I mean, because especially because of. It, it is personal to me that right. uh, the, the cliche of like, oh yeah, Jesus is a socialist, uh, but. I mean, I think I can genuinely say that the thing is that I was raised. Okay, I will. This is this is an interesting thing that I actually hadn't thought to bring up about me being a conservative that became left. Is that I actually I remember believing everything they told me about Jesus. Like honestly, like in in, in uh what what's the word uh t- t- like taking in these 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 uh these moral lessons and, uh, of of like oh yeah fucking Jesus is everyone. If there's a beggar on the street that is hungry. That's you. That's Jesus. That's me. Feed him. When I was, dude, when I was a kid, just real quick, all, my parents never, so my dad was Catholic, raised Catholic. My mom was uh, Presbyterian. We did a v- tiny bit of uh, Presbyterian church attendance when I was very, very small. I barely remember it. But what my, but we said nightly prayers before I went to bed, prayed for everybody I knew, which was like, which is fun when you're a little kid because you only know like, 50 people right if that but the main lesson for my from my parents never like hammered any kind of religion into me aside from love god love your neighbor that was it mm-hmm. basically golden rule shit and i think that like i do think that that is kind of like the piece of sand 
that the pearl grew around mm-hmm. in yeah, my that's a good way in my it. life was I, like my dad literally my parents I don't want to focus on my dad because my mom is the shit like she's the real trooper but like just being like the golden rule dude that's all you need to know mm-hmm. that's it yeah I like mean, it's so simple I mean, it's so simple and it blows my mind throughout my life throughout my life yeah throughout my life like just the idea well, that like just don't just that we're all human beings and whether you're fucking yeah. Palestinian or this not this, to not not to like scratch at the pet thing but like oh Jesus that didn't come off right but re- regardless <laughs> not to pet, pet, no, no not to like focus on like my like no, an I issue you're that's you're, very, you're talking about like that's very imp- like personally bring, important yeah, I'm saying like any human being just don't treat people like shit mm. it's yeah. simple as that and so if you it, if you can I know that's Potentially oversimplifying or something, but it's it really not. No, that's, that that's the weird but thing. Is, is that, that, that simple? That, that's right? sort of what it's I'm speaking thing. to. Is like they 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 give you this message in Christianity when you're raised Christian. Yeah, this Catholic, generosity. This, they give right? you this really simple message that right. does make sense, especially mm-hmm. like you know it's easier for a rich man to enter the fu- to cross through an eye of uh, fuck. fuck yeah, the up. eye of the needle. The we camel get it. We get go it. through the camel, eye. Yeah, right. it's hard for rich dudes to get in heaven. Right. I don't be a rich guy. Like uh, man, I I don't brought that up to a guy the, at the bar a couple of years ago, and he was like, "That's actually not that's, what it says." Yeah, I whatever. Like, I I you know what's funny is like I wasn't like, "Please provide me with more context." I was like, "Oh, cool, I don't have to listen to you anymore." Yeah, like I don't give <laughs> like, I don't give a I literally fuck don't want to talk to you at actually all. Actually, what it said. But like, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to. The but I mean, just being the 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 thing is is like it's like I don't know why this doesn't happen more often or whatever, or maybe it does that, uh, it's like you're, you're taught about Jesus. You're told all this shit about him, but then you start realizing, Oh fuck. All of my family members don't actually believe they're this. Not Christ-like. They they're don't, not, everything right. they told me, they're not exemplifying that at all. And you're like confused about it. Cause they, you were instilled all these values by these people, all that they instilled the shit in you. And then they're trying to tell you that fucking homeless people are freeloaders. And, and it's not, it that, has nothing that, to do with the, Jesus. That the right has been able to co-opt, Religious, like, re- like religious people in this country, is fucking nuts. Because well, that's a, that's basically a 20th century and onwards development. Because in the 18th and 19th century, like Quakers and uh, other other like very religious groups were abolitionists. Yeah, they were anti-capitalist. The Quakers, they invented the fucking handshake because of how cold capitalist exchanges were. There's like funny things uh, there in the book, uh, the Market Revolution, uh, by Charles Sellers. I remember the reading the description of uh, the Quaker description of the handshake and how it first uh, developed under these these societies that were being these communities that were resisting being appropriated by sort of the the, the market to the capitalist right, being behemoths and right, the, the, the alienation of that yeah sure, like sure. having every every social relationship okay. uh, degraded down into a market transaction yeah. and being how like the, uh, and and. Uh, and I, man, I wish I had the quote in front of me. I tried to find it. I need to go through the book and find it. Uh, where there was a description of someone just describing like the, how the warmth of a handshake like buckled them and like like destroyed their brain because like they just didn't. It is a pretty <laughs> intimate gesture. Well, yeah, I mean, when that shit was new, you're like, oh fuck, give me that hand. Well, now that's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now the handshake has become handshake. yeah the fucking business dudes. They co-opted the handshake. That's fucked up. I have to pee. We don't have to stop. I just have to I have pee. to pee, too, yeah, actually. We, just, we have to right, stop. Fuck. God damn it. Jesus! What were we just talking about? How big our dicks we are? Were, yeah. <laughs> no, not just... 
you're talking about <laughs> how recording. how rad it feels to oh, be hard. Oh, just like Golden Rule. And how sad it yeah, feels yeah, to be soft. Yeah, Golden Rule. Hard Golden Rule. Golden like, Rule, always the fruity uh, capitalist overlords. Yeah, do unto others as you would want them to do unto you, which is just like, I would like to do a hard dick unto others like I would like a hard dick done unto me. Man, nothing makes me sadder when I'm like talking to a dude and we're hitting it off and I look down and his dick is <laughs> soft. Just like flaccid. I can't. Yeah, it's like, man. Makes you feel insecure. Fuck? Like you're like, what, what, what's wrong with me? I know. It's like I'm I fucking. We we're hitting it off here, I'm man. Flaming out. I got. I'm bursting out of these fucking pants. All right. Listen, Jesus, I don't like what I see. All I ask is that you listen to me. And remember, I've been your right-hand man all along. I tell you what, honey, what I'm going to do, if you give me a dress, I'm going to write you a longer answer and tell you the exact things I would do, okay? Okay? Promise? I'll bet you're as bright as you're good looking. The Rumspringer where you don't smoke meth. <laughs> where you do really like, no, I've never. No, we smoked meth. We sm- How do you think we were, we were so excited to talk about Buffy? We were smoking meth the entire time. Well, he should have given you poppers and then you would have been down. Oh, this is a, now is this a Brian Singer story? It was not Brian Singer. Was this Brian Singer? That's his MO. Get you high, bring you to his gay sex parties. Just sex parties. Right. I well, I feel like, okay. I feel like there's a pretty solid line of demarcation between the first half of this episode and the second. <laughs> Wait, no, let's get back to the good stuff. Let's get back to the good stuff. No, I mean, like, well, one well, thing. Okay. We didn't talk about Kevin's. That's uh, exactly what I was going to say. Back, we didn't talk about yeah. Kevin's uh, journey to right. leftism yeah. by way of and how that. Kevin, how the fuck did you get here? What? Yeah, how did you get here and, like, what, what, well, is, your fa- what is your family political dynamics have to do with that? Fucking. Why? Why? Why didn't you get hired at GM and just find yourself there among your your like, corporate that brethren? Was, that was a little late. I was already pretty well deep into this. Yeah, then. but what I mean, what led to the what led I, to the I, person I that, this, that I, quit GM in a in a righteous fury? Well, more like a lazy fury, but uh, who <laughs> yeah. just didn't want to work forty hours a week anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I've always been baffled by this question too because I look around and I just see people who I think are like decent, good people. Who and I'm because I've always said like we were talking about earlier like I just think like it's been it's always been as simple to me as just like if you empathy is 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 the gateway drug to leftism like it is how you like it's just a natural like extension of uh, leftist political theory is just like an extension of of being kind and treating others well mm-hmm. that is like that that is it's that simple so I've always been like why are these other people but like everyone not, right I mean because yeah. like I feel like conservatives have empathy for themselves it's limited it's right and other you know like <laughs> their immediate family like i if feel that. like i feel this empathy for all living people things. who are getting fucked over mm-hmm. by homeless people yeah it's it's i'm trying to think of you like, know, where like everyone, welfare moms yeah well, it's like in- a scenario empathy for everyone that the, the best that makes everyone just like human fucking beings right? yeah, yeah. Well, i mean like things, like leftism really. started out as a as a kind of vague general humanism like the socialists of pre-marx that were just like they were like we're trying to fuck there's homeless people there's people starving and we know it's fucked up and we're trying to make this world right mm. but they didn't have like a theory about it like so it it did stem from just general empathy i mean that's that's yeah, and my dad, for my dad, who for all of his faults, was an extremely empathetic man. Like he would cry watching the news every night. He would fucking cry watching King of Queens reruns. Like at like, Carrie and uh, Carrie and Doug have a spat. 
and uh, oh, but it ends with them get back together over pizza, and he's crying just like, look at that. I mean, a lot of that's just like his own shitty like, man, hangups about like uh, the failures of his own like nuclear family and like projecting that outwards. But like he would like there'd be a puppy mill episode of, of Oprah, and he's just bawling. So like my dad was had a huge bleeding heart for animals, and that extended to me and why mm. I'm a vegetarian and why I care a lot about like just the like. I, for me, my, like, view of leftism really is, like, kind of like a, like, a holistic kind of thing. Like, what's, like, what's best for the entire planet is, like, all, all living things. That's why I'm not really crazy about, like, humanism, because I think that's way too, like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the tenets of it, but I don't like the way we talk about, like, I really think what's best for everything on this planet What's best for humans is what's best for everyone on the I mean, everything. That, that, is that not what the Earth? The, well, no, I know that's why I, I know like humanism hum- isn't a super strict this is a tangent. like I don't discipline go into this or anything. No, no, uh, this is good. I it's like more it. of a general philosophy. Sure, I, I, it is, but I, still calling it humanism is already that's that's making a that's making a statement. That's making a value statement. Well, I, I would view humanism. Calling yourself a humanist right now would be weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. On the ju- uh, on the like that, that's you almost saying like, oh, I have I have empathy, but I'm not ideological. Uh, yeah, sorry, continue. Well, yeah, but it's like that. So, like, my, my dad was a very empathetic guy. He was crying, you know, cry. I would see him crying, watch the news all the time. Uh, and uh, my mom, my mom was, like, very, like, my mom was, like, uh, agnostic, it sounds like. Pretty much. Well, uh, she had, a, like, a rough life. She, like, married three consecutive alcoholics. She, and she worked. She just had no time, really. She's, like, a classic example of, like, of a blue-collar person who's, like, was too busy and too, had too much emotional baggage to even pay this stuff a thought. Like my mom's only the only political va- uh, statement my mom ever espouses is that she doesn't like hippies because she she <laughs> she grew up she grew up she was born in 1950 she she came of age with the hippies and it was not even for like their political beliefs she just found them boorish and crude. Uh, I mean, fair enough. That's the only thing that I took from my mom, which I agree with. I also do not like hippies. I mean, they they the hippie hippies were clear very quickly co opted. Yeah, well, I hippies. Mean, that, that's not an interesting yeah, take it's at pretty all. Pretty flighty. But, uh, uh, we we all know the. We we all uh, we all watched Inherent Vice. We all hate the Beatles, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I do think that like I don't know that the this like anti hippie thing's been going on for a minute here uh, mm. in my I, in my life at least. In I don't I don't love it. I feel like the the anti hippie thing though is sort of a uh, whether whether it. it's whether it's 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 like uh, you, it's a reaction against. Uh, just like trust fund kids that are espousing uh, basically like false equality that are just like basic or not even equality that are just like, I mean, it became like a, a almost a libertarian idea of freedom. I don't, I think that I think for me anyway, and I'm a good deal older than you guys. And that's not meant as like a, any kind of like Sit you down, boys. authority thing. I'm just saying like my experience might be different. I'm just saying like the, the negative reaction to hippies that I've experienced the same shit they were throwing at them in the sixties to, you know, to that's definitely an element of it. But I mean, I I come no from like my, oh fucking dirty hippie, dirty yeah. dirty hippie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even, like, why don't you get a job? You spoke, no, why even what you like, why don't you contribute like, to society and make a change right, that way? And just like an easy way to uh, dismiss. Because like fundamentally, what do like what do we think of hippies as? espousing right like love and peace and shit i mean that's what i think by the time that's that i, I was of. growing up though mm-hmm. i i had a uh, several friends and there's one specific friend i can think of who was like one 
uh, very rich, like or her fam, her parents were very rich, and she like was re- reacting against that, and she would all always refer to herself as as a hippie. She was like very into hippie, but like just the aesthetics of hippiness. And, I understand uh, that. Okay. Yeah, my, and, res- and my for for me when I was in high school, the hippies I knew, or the people who claimed to be hippies, were like, granted, this is Royal Oak, this is a pretty well off community, but these were like not. They were the lower class of that community, and they were like people who were really who like watched Dazing and Fuse a lot. <laughs> and like to the degree that I don't know, man, I hate to be like it's it's there. I you could accuse those people of being shallow, mm-hmm. but I, I, fundamentally, I, I think they were basically like on the right track. There's that, but there's that weird, there, there is definitely like a thing that happened uh, in the 60s that split as, for, as far as uh, the the culture of hippiness and then the actual political uh, activated, like the, uh, the, the, what do you call them? The, 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 I can't think of the name of it. The, the, the student, the people who uh, were with like. What, stu- SDS and shit? Yes, yes, that, yeah. yes. Uh, Which was what, composed largely of like well-off University of Michigan yeah, students. Yeah, no, but, they, but they did have a, that, that, that element was there, uh, but they did actually have stated ideological goals. They were really trying to right. actually disrupt. Uh, right, disrupt, and more than but, just like but, a cult, like a fun cultural. Yeah, they, they didn't think like going to the park and getting stoned and flying a kite mm-hmm. was like a revolutionary activity. Right, right, There was like right. two, uh, there was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Drop my shit. It's it's empty. Yeah, uh, I can see that. But just that, uh, <laughs> just that, uh, I, I the term hippie, I guess maybe what I'm ultimately saying is like not has been so like diluted and and uh, distorted that it's almost like not even useful because it's I feel like it equally refers to the actual political activists of the time and also the fucking burnouts that weren't that didn't actually want to do anything right. I tell you, my mom wasn't thinking about any of that shit. My my disdain for hippies is the same as my mom. It's pretty much, pretty much just aesthetics. I just I find the aesthetics pretty tie dye. And I mean, I hate uh, I hate what's it called? Uh, That's that's what's that shit that smells like dirt? Patchouli. uh, Patchouli. patchouli, Yeah, it smells like soil. I just hate all that shit. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a pretty dumb reason to not like people. Aesthetic? No, I don't hate them as people. I just like I just. I don't hate them as people. I'm just like, eh, yeah, but you're willing to say you hate hippies. Why well, hate? I don't want to. Like, yeah, I don't want to be with that crowd. Like, I, I do think that they're largely stupid. I'm, I'm not really crazy I, about the music. Uh, I also like, like, like my mom. This is a, this is a, this is a very anti-cool statement that okay. we we'll have to make. Uh, <laughs> it was very, like, uh, I just, especially when I was younger, uh, I just like did not want to be associated with people who smoked weed. Um, <laughs> I, which, like, which is it, now my it's just a thing I have to live with because it's just I've just been around people who smoke weed my whole life that I've just kind of like let it in a little bit but I still don't I feel like, like there's it. this thing going on where it's like uh, I get not being into the culture uh, if you that's not how will you feel but like fundamentally like I like I would if a guy that fucking loves Fallout Boy and is an annoying emo guy is like an anti-capitalist I'll be like yeah you're rad like you're that's kind of what yeah sure yeah, like, you guys are right. like it doesn't matter really what your aesthetics are even if you're just co-opting dumb hippie aesthetics if you are truly uh have a firm anti-capitalist ideology and you're able to call out injustices in an articulate way that understands power in this country like hmm. i mean that's all that's all it is 
yeah, who gives a fuck if you wear a, a, a flowy thing and smell like patchouli soil and sure well, like, you're making an argument why I should like be like yes you're like keep fighting the good fight which all, I'm all for I don't want to be friends with that person though that's all I'm saying like I want to be friends with have share similar interests with not someone who likes Fall Out Boy um Sorry, my my aesthetic interests I find more. Yeah, important no, no, fair enough. I'm, I, I guess, will always be true. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not speaking. I guess about friends, just rather like I, I get what you're saying. Uh, so, that you're you're talking about friends. I'm 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 talking about a different thing as far as comrades. people that yeah, comrades. Yeah, com- you're talking, talking about, about comrades, comrades. Talking about friends. Anyway, we've gone I've gone on a digression about hippies. It's not really what I'm trying to talk about. Is hippies? It's just that's just the extent of my mom's thinking was that she just didn't like hippies, uh, and then she like had concert. Like her sisters are all lived down south, uh, and. My my one aunt Gloria, she's like a hardcore evangelical Christian. I lived with her briefly, and she's the kind of person who like made me like watch satanic Harry Potter movies uh, about how Harry Potter was satanic, and she took me to her like uh, tongue tongue uh, swagging church, you know, where yeah yeah they're they're testifying yeah, um, and so like that experience that experience honestly I guess the the my gateway towards leftism. Other than just like natural empathy and uh, was a revulsion was, to shit like that was a re- was a revolt against uh, yeah just, he just like, hated Cheech like and Chong in, so much that well you didn't like leftist. the aesthetics of the revival church yeah th- so exactly you're like, fuck that I don't yeah wanna, I don't want to hang out with those people either well no it, it led me it, it made me like a very asshole militant atheist for a long time and that mm. that that was like at like ten years old I like declared to my parents that I'm an atheist and I will not be going to church anymore. Um, and uh, they made my mom. I remember doing that. Yeah, they made my mom a little upset. Even though neither of my parents were like really, they're like were like the kind of Catholics we were talking about earlier, where they're like culturally they wanted it to be a part, they want to pass it on to their kid, and they felt they have responsibility to do it, but they didn't. They went on Christmas Eve, so they didn't really give a mm-hmm. shit, and you're they like, believed it when they when they felt they needed it. You remember you know? like sharing around that Christopher Hitchens quote, where it's like, Let, let's not forget what the Catholic Church did when it was powerful. You know, like. Like they were, they, they sure. I, I never Hitchens never appealed to me because I thought he was a twat even then. But like, that, uh, good for you, man. I like. There's a, there's a few years where I was like, this guy, hell yeah. He he's, was just he's speaking. That's at, weird because you're too young for that. I was on because Hitchens was Hitchens was good before you were like. I was getting the runoff on Reddit. He was only good like before you were a fucking yeah because he was yeah, like, no it wasn't time self, I was I was on yeah, he was like in on the Iraq war right you yeah, guys two thousand post two thousand one yeah. he was a piece of shit you guys weren't posters on our atheism I was not I've never been on Reddit. <laughs> where they don't give a fuck about the Iraq war they're they're they all they care about is like eradicating my parents Islam. religion that they taught me was wrong and that upsets well, and me mo- <laughs> well and mostly somehow mostly they're targeting islam right I mean, oh yeah oh yeah i mean that's the sam harris thing that's like well yeah that's all, that was who that guy was sam, how funny is it all these fucking new atheists now have like doubled down and become like these weird defenders of christianity against uh against the muslim hordes like mm-hmm. that's they're, they're, the the very thing that they were initially rebelling against has become like a safe haven almost to them and and i mean y- you guys are familiar with it i mean i'm not I mean, it's shocking. Yeah. Tell me about those Islamic <laughs> Islamist hordes. Uh, well, let me tell you, dude. They want to get it into your country, and they want to start having babies, like gangbusters. <laughs> and then they want to make those babies do Sharia law on you. Well, I mean, as long as brown people don't have the right to vote, I don't think we have a fucking problem, right? They shouldn't even be here. Well, or alive. Speaking languages in my country... I hate it so much. Mm. One language here. 
Yeah. Set of things is that real? That's that real. there's no 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 that there's no official language to the United States. Like that there's no oh I don't know that English is not the official language. I don't know. I mean that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like ultimately, but it's kind of fun. It's fun. That, that's I saw something today about that. And I mean, we have fucking state birds and state trees, but we don't have a, we don't maybe we have like state languages. We should have state languages. Yeah, it's just like. Oh, you're in Indiana? It's Portuguese now. I don't know why. <laughs> it just is. Sorry. Well, Sorry, state Mike language. <laughs> Sorry, Keep up. Mike. Yeah. Obviously, Louis. Sorry, Buggy. Creole. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, you know. But, oh, here's what. Oh, did you want to? Sorry. Well, well yeah. I well like part like besides like religion being like, even though like my attitude about religion has completely 180. Where like I was a super militant. Well, not 180 because I'm not extra religious. No, but now you're like super evangelical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I, can, let me show you about a, the good book. Uh, let me adjust my skinny Mormon tie. Uh, no, I, I just believe in a horrific version of reincarnation where I'm going to be reborn as a bug <laughs> a like a thousand oh. times, and it's going to suck. No, so I, what do you got against bugs? Bugs I mean, they rad. get eaten quickly, and they have short lifespan. I mean, yeah, most bugs. You, you think most bugs live full lives? It doesn't matter. Then you get reincarnated. I know. So yeah, I, I guess. Hopefully, bug. I won't know any difference until fly, I get man. eaten. I mean, I also, I might get eaten at the end of this life. So, I mean, for all I know, bugs have I don't a totally like different this anti-bug shit. You're I'm on. totally with you. Okay. All right. Well, have you seen a bug's life? Good Dude, film. bugs can fly. Some of them. I've seen. Okay. What if I'm a caterpillar that gets parasitic wasp eggs laid in me? That could happen. It could happen to you as a person. Like, imagine the thrill not. of being a spider. <laughs> Don't say that. No, Dustin, right now. Happen. No. Imagine you're a spider. <laughs> no. And you, like, f- you're asleep and you crawl up on your leg and you fucking yeah. bite you and kill you. The thrill that spider Ooh. must feel to oh. have killed this giant thing. Well, you I actually made me more excited really about the killed. idea of being the really spider know. that uh, kills I, me. I'm anthropomorphizing these, these spiders, but I still think it's pretty rad. Anyway. If I get to kill myself as a bug... <laughs> You can kill yourself right now. I'd be fine with it. Here you go. Yeah. Okay. Handing All right. uh, Dustin some pliers. Here we go. Some very sharp. How could I kill myself with these needle nose pliers? Very oh my god, I could tell you. I mean, I other than just like shit stuff in my just, neck. Honestly, yeah. though, that doesn't always kill people. I'll do if it you did it enough, people survive things. It's horrifying. I like pour back. water on you to like <laughs> increase the blood flow or whatever. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thing. Thank you. No, I mean, I just support your decisions. Uh, well. One thing, are are you guys comfortable moving on? More to say. Oh, you got more. Well, I was to say like the the the, I think the thing that is the most instrumental in like in my like leftism, uh, other than like empathy again, stating it again, Mm. is uh, love that is trying to to fuck is is (laughs) honestly was art. It I mean, like if you I I, because I've always (laughs) been I was like really into movies. I've always been into movies. It's it's the most like the most important relationship I have in my life is with movies. Yeah, uh, and that's been from a very early age. Like, I mean, I don't think it's like uh, understanding things to say that like movies really like saved my life. My relationship with movies really like saved my life when it was, uh, you know, ha- having a bad home life. And I would just my parents weren't really a factor in like my like my my upbringing or my values. They were just too caught up in their own shit. So I spent all my time alone in my room watching movies and and movies and all art really skews left. It just yeah. does. I mean, you're just lucky you weren't watching like Patriot Day and shit. Like, well, well, I, I mean, mean, like... Patriot Day is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Peter Berg has talent. Uh, but, uh, no, you, yeah, I mean, if I... I don't see how someone could like be really obsessed with movies and just like only... 
That, that's the fact that there are people out there who are actually like consumers of art mm-hmm. and like like highbrow art and all kinds of art who are conservatives blows my fucking mind because you have to do Definitely. so much yeah, mental gymnastics. Cre- creative work generally yeah. Yeah. skews left. You have to do work to make this stuff work for you if you're a conservative yeah. because you have to like, like Paul Ryan fucking loving Rage Against the Machine. What the fuck? You have to like be turning all you have to be turning your brain <laughs> off to do that. Make that leap. That's what a lot of people do. Though. I know. That's, like that's my only like riffs, take man. against art is that I mean I even those I definitely get leftist. what you're saying because I mean I share in your experience. I know what you're talking about on a personal level. That was my experience as well. Uh, but I don't see how it's not everyone's experience. But but well, I mean it's it, so it, obviously it just self evidently apparently is not. I mean there's like so many people that just watch like the milieu of. Of of just like the American canon of films, and they just don't get it. It just doesn't like well, they, wa- a, well, they watch Dog Day Afternoon, and somehow it doesn't like. They're just like none of the fact that the guy was trying to like go. get a. I don't know. Like someone's watching Dog Day. I don't know if that's a good example. Like, the better example is like Goodfellas. Right? I feel like all these boomers like watch movies like that's what I mean. Dog Day. That's is, is that that's a movie where it's like you should be able to read it and and think like oh this actually is like a really this is a this this. Okay. That's the thing. I can't my, understand my, the psychology of someone who watches a movie and is just like I question, a cool crime movie. I question. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. That's well, that's that's my cynicism towards it. Is that I think a lot of people did watch shit like Dog Day Afternoon and think cool crime movie bank robbery. I yeah, could, they just watch I could it rob a, a bank. Shallows, put it through a very shallow. Yeah, look it, at Al Pacino. And I think there's scenery. a lot of people that do digest art in that way. Well, that's the thing. It did not happen for me that way. It happened very naturally where as I got more and more into it and I, and I started to explore more and more things, you know, moving away from like the, the like heralded AFI Top 100 American canon and moving into more foreign stuff and other things, the further you get outside of that, the more, you know, the more varied voices and stuff you're hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was just a very natural progression for me and that that really I think is the most responsible not just for like my political ideas but like for shaping like every like idea I've ever had which is why sometimes I feel like I'm just like a ball a mass of contradictions that don't make any sense because I have like a thousand different voices in my head just from thousands of movies I've seen that are all telling me different ideas at once yeah Uh, well they clearly polluted your ideas about romance (laughs) which no which uh, yes very no which I relate to 100% yeah yeah Yeah, I'm talking about porn right now I'm not talking. No, about no, that. yeah, no, mo- fucking, yeah, movies. No, movies ruin your idea. Romance. Absolutely terrible. Completely. Movies, as much as they save my life, have also ruined my life. I'm, I have like a crippling addiction to watching uh, the lives of uh, make believe people, and uh, they've uh, created uh, ideas about romance and what my life can be that just are not realistic or true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, Dustin, you want to talk about something else? If you're uh, if you're a guy who just like has an entire family. Forget of... everything I said about weed. I want to smoke some weed no, right sorry, now. Like... If you have an entire family of sisters that hate you and you have anger issues and you sometimes kick doors, kick glass doors in, and one day a, ma- a magical girl will come into your life that gets you and will tell you to break her face with a hammer. What movie are you talking Punch about? Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> I don't remember her uh, begging to have her face. That, there's, there's like a, there's like there's like a touching scene eat your face where they're laying in bed and they're talking like face. I just want to fucking destroy your face. It's actually a nice uh, good. I love that movie. Actually. The real love yeah. story in that movie is between Adam <laughs> we, Sandler and Dubsy Moore. Okay, we're not. You, are you implying that Punch Red Glove is some kind of reactionary art? <laughs> no, no, I'm not at all. I'm just. This is a pro PTA podcast. I will not have any. I don't nonsense. know what I'm doing. <laughs> Get the fuck out! I'll know, walk out. Honestly, here, what I'm what here, I'm doing is uh, just trying to make loose fitting jokes about how sometimes movies don't actually 
contain larger ideas about society and they just can sort of just contain like human ideas but you to, to it's not always correct to extrapolate it to a societal uh critique and that's kind of what uh or not i don't mean not always correct but just that that's not always going on that's not always an element and that i yeah. like an element that i've actually been struggling with as i mean it's been joked about in the past like me in the past me uh me dot like ducking out of culture like leaving culture is that i feel like me becoming more politically aware has actually sort of infected my ability to enjoy art a lot of movies that i could just well, yeah, watch you don't even try in the past yeah, that's I mean, that, was that's true. But I, 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 I feel like it. you could apply a leftist <laughs> critique you're, to the you're trying, movie. you're trying to say that you like put movies on and then are like, oh, I can't watch this because I don't agree with them. Because that's not ideologically like, You're not even putting that's the not movie even on to begin with. I give. I know. I know. It came you, off you'd that be way, pleasantly but, uh, surprised, man. You're not even trying. But I mean, like, no, I'm talking more about uh, movies that, like, now how I feel when I look at when I when I analyze what I think of as my favorite movies, I actually like the whole thing is just like. It's completely up in the air more than it ever has been because, like, the criteria with which I judge art has has fundamentally changed. Uh, that where I actually don't really excuse an absence of a systemic critique in a film. I think that should always be uh, mm. an element of a film. Like, that no, that art should not be created outside of uh, outside of <laughs> politics. Yeah, that like if you make a piece of art and it doesn't have something to say about. Uh, political situation that we're in. I don't, yeah, and I don't even mean that it's somehow lacking. It, I don't even mean that it has to have something specifically to say, mm. but it doesn't acknowledge like systemic political. What if it's a story that doesn't have to do with that? But there's, I just, I question whether that exists. A story that doesn't have to I do mean, with playtime's a great movie. It's one of your favorite movies. Yeah, a playtime has to do with politics, and it, it, play, playtime is all about politics. Playtime is all about like, like people, human beings caught within. Uh, like a a flow of society that uh, and, and I mean playtime is like it's a very fun version. I, I don't mean to talk about it so seriously. No, like it's like this, yeah. people are but, moving like water but, through the pipes. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it portrays this world in which everything is supposed to function and flow, and everything's been modernized. But it shows the human beings interacting with that world and how that 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 uh that like streamlined idea of society. That like economist idea of society like breaks down, and human beings are humans. Yeah, bad example, but what, you you enjoy the movie not for those reasons primarily. No, you that's just, why. That's honestly that's why part, I no. That's, that's why I it. love it. That's part of it. But you, also, I don't know why I would love it otherwise. Why would I love that all these people are going to this restaurant? That's this really fancy, ritzy new restaurant. This is like the final scene yeah, of playtime. Uh, and yeah, and like the the whole the whole scene, the whole joke of it is it's all these ritzy, really fancy people going to this like chic new restaurant, but the f- shit is like really poorly built and being tried at being like pushed out there like to, to like prematurely and the whole restaurant starts to fall apart and all of these people in the restaurant start to actually experience each other on like a human level we're uh, detached from being rich diners at a restaurant and they actually start to enjoy each other on a level that is so much greater than if they were just like highfalutin people dining yeah, at a restaurant bad. no playtime was a very bad example. that was a very bad example you're very right <laughs> The political framework of Edward Scissorhands is that you need to uh, out, you know, we got to respect 
every everyone just regardless of their differences. No, the the the, the, uh, the, the it's, it's to only uh, respect okay. weirdos if they can trim your shrubs nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Never mind if their hands will cut your face. Yeah. No, it's but it's also kind of hot. Listen, Jesus, I don't like what I see. All I ask is that you listen to me. And remember, I've been your right hand man all along. You have set them all on fire. They think they found the new Messiah. And they'll hurt you when they find they're wrong.